You're listening to Breakaway Wealth, the show designed to help you build wealth faster, think bigger, and break out of the herd. Now, here's your host, Jim Oliver. Before we jump into today's show, we have some exciting news to share with you. Our brand new online community platform is now live. Get access to free on-demand, in-depth training courses on topics like infinite banking, cryptocurrency, real estate investing, and much more. Just go to community.createtailwind.com. That's community.createtailwind.com. Or check out the show notes of this episode to find the direct link to request to join the community. Now, on to the show. Welcome back, Breakaway Wealth. I'm your host, Jim Oliver, and with me today is Boomer Philbrick. And uh, welcome, Boomer. Thanks, Jim. I appreciate you having me. Absolutely. Audience, I met Boomer at uh, Logan Rankin's uh, real estate uh, uh, workshop in May, and his presentation about how to save taxes if you're a real estate investor and uh, uh, was just awesome. And I, I learned a lot. And I wanted to share that with with the audience. So, Boomer, before we get dive into that, why don't you just give everybody a quick introduction about yourself and where you're, you know, where you're from, how you got into what you're doing? Absolutely. So, no, I've been in cost segregation now for about six years. Um, I went to college at Arizona State. After that, I kind of got into working um, in football. I worked in the NFL and college football for eleven years. Um, got my master's at University of Miami during that time as well. And basically, for lack of a better word, I worked for one too many assholes in football. And I said, you know what? There's more to life than spending 100 nights a year in the office, not making very good money, um, and not basically having freedom to uh, do what you want. So I got out of football uh, about six years ago. I haven't missed a day in my life. Um, helped a lot of kids along the way, met a lot of great people, but um, being able to help people in a different aspect of their life, obviously help them save money on taxes, as well as giving them financial freedom and more cash flow is something that I uh, have connected with and I've really enjoyed um, the last six years. You know, that's awesome. Uh, you know, you serving people and showing people how to keep more of their money. I just, I, th there's nothing really more important than that. You know, as we teach people at Create Tailwind how to do infinite banking and and how to take control of the banking function in your life. I mean, I, I would, I, I wouldn't see myself doing anything else. And I, and I, and I could tell by the passion that you just explained what you do, and at the workshop, the passion that you delivered, the information. Um, I, I can tell you feel the same way about what you do. Absolutely. And, and so, okay, so Boomer, let's start with somebody out there that doesn't even know what cost segregation means, why we would do it, or anything else. Maybe they haven't even, you know, uh, started their first real estate deal. I love Logan's story because uh, five years ago, and I may butcher this a little bit, but five years ago, he had less than a million dollars of real estate. And now five years later, I think he's approaching a quarter billion dollars of real estate and you know he's a phenomenal person obviously and he's going to excel in anything he does but it it shows you a roadmap so for the person out there that maybe they 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 just don't know anything about it let's start there what is cost segregation so unfortunately cost segregation the word itself doesn't really explain what it does 
Cost segregation is simply accelerated depreciation. So whenever you purchase a property, every single component inside your property is gonna be depreciated on one single line item over 27 and a half years if it's a multifamily property or over 39 years if it's a commercial property or an Airbnb. So what an engineered cost segregation study does is it'll break your property down into probably 40 or 50 different components and place those components into their shorter and correct class lives. So your goal as an investor is to shorten down the life of as many assets as possible. So we're simply going to place these assets into three different buckets, into a five-year bucket, a 15-year bucket, and then a 27 and a half or 39-year bucket. Now, back in 2017, whenever Trump released the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, he said any asset that has a class life of less than 20 years, you're able to take 100% bonus depreciation on and reap that all in year one. So it doesn't matter what we put in the five-year bucket or the 15-year bucket. Those are both less than 20 years. So you're going to be able to fully depreciate those assets immediately in year one. So now you're probably going, what kind of assets go into those different buckets? In the five-year bucket is going to be things like your flooring, your molding, your kitchen cabinets and countertops, your bathrooms, your window coverings, your light fixtures, if you have a security system. All things like that are going to go in the five-year bucket. In the 15-year bucket, it's going to be things like your parking lot, your landscaping, and any kind of exterior signs, fences, or walls are all going to go in the 15-year bucket. Everything else structural in terms of your roof, your foundation, your HVAC, all things like that are going to stay in your 27.5 or 39-year bucket. Now, kind of a rule of thumb and a good way to think about it is anything that makes the building more comfortable or more specialized is what you're going to be able to accelerate. So if you look at a commercial property and you have any kind of specialty electrical, any kind of specialty plumbing, anything like that, that is all more than what the building needs to be um, operable or livable. And that's what you're going to be able to accelerate. So the 100% bonus depreciation is great because it doesn't matter what we put in those buckets. You're going to be able to fully depreciate those assets immediately in year one. So on a typical multifamily property, you're probably looking at about 20 to 25% that you'll be able to accelerate. Um, in a commercial property, depending on um, if it's like a completely automatic car wash, if it's a doctor's office or a dentist's office where they have a specialty uh, wiring going to, to their um, uh, machines and things like that, that's all going to be in the higher uh, depreciation bucket. And one question that I get a lot is, you know what, Boomer, that sounds great that I can depreciate an extra 25% this year, but what about the following years? I don't want you to take all my depreciation now. We're not taking everything right now. We're only taking what the IRS allows. So let's use round numbers here. If you have a million dollar property and we're gonna be able to accelerate 25% of that, you're gonna have an extra $250,000 of depreciation expense in the current year. The remaining 75% that we didn't touch you're still going to depreciate that over the life of the property over uh, 27 and a half or 39 years. So you're still going to have a lot of depreciation in the following years 
We're just giving you a whole lot more now to let you, the smart business person, you, the smart investor, have more money in your pocket now to either buy another property, fix up a property, pay down debt, whatever you want to do. It gives you more cash flow right now. Well, that sounds good. Saving tax. I mean, so when you know what, when I look at real estate, I look at infinite banking, buying cash flowing assets with infinite banking, like real estate, I look at the different rate returns that we get, right? I mean, the property is going to appreciate. Um, we're going to have rate of uh, return of cash flow because it's going to provide cash flow. But when we can take depreciation, that's a rate of return. We, if we're not paying money, then we're saving money. If we're saving money, we're making money. So depreciation is a, is a is a return on that real estate that I think so many people kind of ignore sometimes. Very much so. And the thing is, is that cost segregation or accelerated depreciation, you're not getting any more depreciation. You're getting the same amount of depreciation. It is just being front loaded. So that's why the uh, accelerated depreciation method is the IRS's preferred method. The only thing is, is you have to have an engineering firm do the cost seg study for you. So mm -hmm. unless you use one of the big four accounting firms, chances are they don't have engineers in-house to do the studies. So it has to be outsourced to um, an engineering firm like ourselves that are able to do all of the calculations for you to be able to place these assets into their correct and shorter class lives. And the thing is, is that after we break these assets up into their different class lives, they're each going to have their own um, individual allocation for what they are. Whereas whenever you buy a property initially, every single one of those building components is going to be intertwined in the building itself and appreciated over the longest period of time. So we're simply, if you want to call it reverse engineering, we're breaking down your building into all the different components and then reallocating them into their shorter and proper class lives. Because for example, we all know carpeting doesn't last 39 years. So that's why carpeting is a five-year asset. And it probably doesn't even last five years, but it's going to be able to allow you to depreciate your property over a faster schedule, which is going to increase your annual depreciation, which will ultimately reduce your income, reduce your tax liability, and gives you more money right now. That's awesome. You know, it's funny because I remember a couple of years ago, I was watching, for some reason, I was watching the Today Show. I think I was just flipping it around and <laughs> they came on and and they were, you know, of course, bashing Trump. And I don't care if you love him or hate him, but um, it's funny. They said Donald Trump lost uh, over a billion dollars between this the year and this year. It was like a 10 year period. And I said, oh, no, they're going to tell everybody how to use depreciation in real estate. And, and the, you know, that's going to get it on the IRS's radar or something. And, and uh, I don't want them to tell everybody that you can buy real estate and depreciate it while it's appreciating in value. I don't want them to tell people that, right? And, and, and they didn't. They just wanted to bash <laughs> Trump. They, they, they wanted to keep it as simple as possible. He's not a great businessman. He lost a billion dollars. What kind of businessman is that? And, and, and you know, when you, you know, knowledge is power. Right. And we have to understand how the system works. So when I'm working with you, I, I buy a property, like walk me through again, the basics. I buy a property. I call Boomer. I go on your website. I request a meeting or however that I engage you. Tell me what happens then. Yeah. So basically what happens is, is that we always want to give you a, an analysis of what your property, what your savings is going to look like. Because a lot of times people, like I said, aren't familiar with it or, um, 
they are, are just hearing about it. And it's always a lot easier to understand when you have something tangibly in front of you that directly applies to you. So whenever you buy a property, I'm basically gonna ask you four different questions. Number one, when did you buy the property? What did you pay for it? Are you doing renovations and improvements to this property? And what's the address? So with that, I can give that to our engineers and they'll put together a no cost analysis for you. And it's basically gonna show you a conservative view of what your savings is gonna look like in the current year. So that's kind of how the process starts initially. Then you and I will uh, have a quick phone call to review the analysis. It'll paint the picture a lot more clear after you have something tangibly in front of you that directly applies to you and the numbers are all explained to you. So after that happens, um, then you might talk to a partner, want me to answer any more questions. And then whenever the actual cost seg study is done, we physically have to be on site to take pictures to back up all of our calculations. So we've done over 20,000 of these studies in all 50 states. We've never had a single line item overturned. So these things are completely bulletproof to you. And we make this as easy on your CPA as possible. They're simply gonna take our accelerated number, add it to their straight line number in their software, and they're good to go. So this is a very easy process for you and your CPA. Um, after we take the pictures, I'll simply get your settlement statement and an appraisal if you had one done. We don't care about any numbers that are in the appraisal. There's just normally blueprints and drawings which are helpful to the engineers uh, in terms of dimensions of, of the building and rooms and things like that. But after that, the process is pretty easy going forward. Um, if you happen to do any renovations to the property, we will update our report whenever those renovations are done. But we like to get out there as soon as possible after you buy a property because it doesn't matter if you bought a property that was built in 1990. As soon as there's a new transaction and you're a new owner, the depreciation starts over. So even though the building was built in 1990, the IRS looks at all your building components as being brand new. So whenever you go to replace a component, what you're throwing in the dumpster has a value. However, like I mentioned previously, until a cost seg study is done, every single building component is gonna be intertwined with the building. So if you throw something in the dumpster, you've lost that value. After we've placed a dollar value on that individual asset and placed it in its correct class life, whenever you throw something in the dumpster, you're able to realize that value as well as the new um, component that you're putting in. So that's kind of a big part of how we like to get in there as soon as possible so that you're able to um, realize the disposition of what you're throwing away in the dumpster as well. So that's pretty much how it goes, but normally we'll have these studies done for you in probably two to three weeks um, after the engineers have begun their calculations. But like I said, it's an easy process. And one thing to know of is that CostSeg works on both new and existing properties. So even if you bought a property in a previous year and you didn't know about cost segregation or it didn't apply to you at the time, you're still able to do it now. So we would simply pull forward all the money that you left on the table the past few years and get you caught up into present day. Um, and so now you're able to realize all the money that was left on the table, which will increase your cash flow immediately. That's awesome. You know, um, Boomer, I really... I like people that really know their their subject. And again, this is the you know second or third time that I've talked to you about this. And I've talked to other people about uh, cost segregation. 
and nothing against them, but I haven't heard anybody talk about cost segregation with as much uh, confidence and clarity as you do. So I would encourage every, everybody to uh, reach out to Boomer and find out, hey, is this, how can, I, how can I benefit from this? Because again, when we look at all the benefits of buying real estate, depreciation is one of them. If we're gonna have depreciation, we, we should have um, uh, accelerated depreciation for the very reasons that you've said. And as you're buying more properties, you know, I, other than going to the bank for a loan, I love that when I look at my tax return and I've taken seven figures off for depreciation or, I mean, you know, I would, uh, in, in, look, I know people that are making millions and millions of dollars a year in real estate and they're paying tax on, they're, maybe they're not paying tax, right? All the way down to not paying tax. So if you think about it, that's where we want to be, right? We want a lot of cash flow and we don't want any income or we want to be able to, to get our income down to zero because then we, and, you know, we then, I mean, that's ideal. And the lower you can get it with, with these kinds of techniques. So uh, Boomer, how, how would somebody get a hold of you? Yeah. So basically um, you can give me a call or a text on my cell phone. My number is 812-639-0656. Uh, or you can send me an email. My email is just my first and last name, Boomer, B-O-O-M-E-R. Last name Philbrick, P-H-I-L-B-R-I-C-K at gmail.com. So that's pretty much the whole way. And like you said, simply reach out and find out if cost segregation applies to you. So a lot of common misconceptions people have is, oh, you know what? My property is too small. Well, if you and I would have talked five or seven years ago, chances are the property would have to be a million dollars or more for cost to make sense. But one thing people don't realize is that the tax laws are designed for everybody. So the same laws that apply to Apple, Google, and Delta Airlines apply to you and me as well. So people simply just don't realize that. So right now, in terms of what the advancements in technology and a lot of sweat equity, uh, if you have a property that's probably $150,000 or more, chances are cost is going to make sense from an ROI perspective. Um, so definitely let's look at your individual situation. Um, let's figure out what your, um, income level is, what your tax liability is, but basically there are two reasons why you wouldn't do a cost sake study. Number one, if you don't make any money, because this is used to reduce income. So if you're not paying any taxes, cost segregation is probably not going to apply to you right now. And number two, if you are flipping properties. So if you're buying and selling properties in the same year, chances are cost is not gonna make sense for you because the amount of recapture that you would have to do a cost sake study. Um, but like I said, it works on both new and existing properties. So even if you purchased something uh, last year or a couple of years ago, we can still pull forward all the money and get you caught up um, onto that. But like I said, simply reach out to me um, in any of the methods we talked about and happy to talk about your situation, uh, provide you a, an analysis and figure out, does this make sense for me uh, from an ROI perspective? And if not, then I can learn about it. So as my portfolio grows, um, then it will make sense to me going forward. So like you said, um, Donald Trump's the face of cost segregation. Um, he was, like you said, people thought he was a bad business person, but he was just smarter than everybody else in terms of taking advantage of the tax laws that are designed for everybody. 
So all these big corporations uh, were all doing it, and he was doing it as well. Um, they just wanted to exploit him, so therefore uh, he, he was the face of it. But yeah, yeah whenever he, he did the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, it made 100% bonus depreciation available to everybody, and that's why real estate is the best vehicle you can have right now. I I, I couldn't agree more. And there's um, you know there's 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 a tsunami coming with affordable housing and everything else. And uh, um, it, yeah, I mean, we have to be in real estate and people want to, if you want to go negative and think 2008, 2009, go there. But I'm just telling you, this is a totally different situation and um, housing uh, and the way that we're going to get out of the recession that's coming is building and housing. It's, it's not, it's not going to cause it. So all right, Boomer. So if God came down from heaven and, and allowed you to only re, uh, retain the knowledge from one book you've read in your life, what would that book be? So like I mentioned before, uh, I worked in football for 11 years. Um, I worked under Nick Saban at the Dolphins, and he wrote a book called How Good Do You Want to Be? Um, it basically, I mean, he's become the pinnacle of sports and coaching and, and, and football. and I think that a book shares a lot of insight into what takes you from being good to great to elite. So that's probably the book that I'd recommend um, that I've received a lot of value from um, that is kind of outside the a normal realm of someone might uh, be looking for. But even though it was, it was written a few years ago, I definitely think you could pick up some um, good, good knowledge and insight into what allows somebody to be great um at whatever they do no i love that and saban you know just just all the success that he's had and i mean success i mean winners win right and um and and so that's great i've not read that book but i'll be driving about 30 hours in the next uh couple of weeks so um that'll be on my list um for sure um, yeah and, i mean and you even look at someone like him who is extremely successful um in what he does and back even when he was coaching at LSU, so probably in the early 2000s, he had enough um, insight and enough intelligence to, he bought up all the student housing around LSU's campus. That's so awesome. even though he makes a ton of money through football, through Alabama, through uh, appearances and things like that, he's getting all this passive income coming in from just a smart investment many years ago um, that is just exponentially uh, increasing his wealth. I love that. I love to hear those stories like that because guys are smart. You know, it's like Jim Harbaugh is uses infinite banking and in uh, an insurance contract to uh, uh, the the University of Michigan pays him on a like a, a deferred um, like a uh, executive bonus plan. And so I love to see that these guys these guys have the, the access to the best advice. And they're and and they they're doing things outside of Wall Street. They're not just sticking all that money in Wall Street. I guarantee you that. So, Boomer, um, thank you so much for joining us. I I could probably sit here and talk about saving taxes all day long, but uh, uh, really appreciate it. We'll have to have you back on and maybe have you do something on the community uh, along the lines of uh, uh, cost segregation and tax savings. Um, we maybe put together a course or something like that. Um, so audience, thank you very much for listening. We're going to end this like we do always with the great words of Earl Nightingale. Take it away, Earl. Here's the key to success and the key 
to failure. We become what we think about. Now let me say that again. We become what we think about. Once again, thank you so much for taking the time to hear what was shared on today's podcast. If you are looking to discover new wealth building strategies, then go to community.createtailwind.com. That's community.createtailwind.com to join our free online community and get access to free courses and in-depth training videos designed to help you build wealth and break away from the herd. Click the link in the show notes to access the community today. Thanks again for listening.